Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13, 14 minutes each day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and helping us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Help people in your life grow stronger in their faith by sharing these studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. You may help somebody turn their life around, come closer to God, even get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. And we're talking about drifting. Beware of drifting. And the question, are you drifting in your life? Now you might say, well, uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Well, Think about where your life is right now. Is it where it should be? Is it where it used to be? Now, we talked about drifting off course from the perspective of, let's say, an airline pilot. You're flying over open water. You're flying across the the ocean to maybe from the East Coast to Europe, or maybe you're flying from the West Coast out to Hawaii or maybe out to Japan. A whole lot of open water. How do you know which way you're going? How do you know if you're on course? You want that pilot to follow the compass, don't you? You want him to make sure he's still on course because even being off by one degree, as we've emphasized, depending on what the distance is to the destination, could end up missing the destination by 50 miles or 100 miles or even more. Same thing for a ship at sea. You want that pilot to stay on course. Keep watching that compass. Make sure your bearing is firm because you don't want to miss your destination. Well, I, I talked about you get in a, you know, you, you like to fish. So you, you've got a bass boat. So you go out to the river. You go out to a big lake and put the boat in the water. You get in and you go down shore for a while and you're casting your, your, uh, your line and, and you're starting to catch fish. And you're catching fish one after another. But 15 minutes or so go by and you're, and you're not catching fish anymore. And you, you look up and you, what, what's happening? And you're, wow, I'm, I'm 30 yards down shore from where I was catching those fish. How did that happen? Well, you didn't put an anchor in the water to keep your boat in that spot. And so gradually the current drifted your boat farther and farther away from that spot where the fish were biting. Well, God's Word, our relationship, our faith in God ought to be an anchor for our soul. God's Word is the compass that keeps us on track, keeps our bearings straight, keeps us going in the right direction, and that is walking with God. We looked at Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1 as the basic text to guide us in this particular study. And so the Hebrews writer said, therefore, we must give the more earnest heed. Now, those are str- that's a strong statement, the more earnest heed. We need to pay diligent attention, in other words, to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. What are the things we've heard? God's word, the scriptures, the teachings of scripture teachings about, about Christ, the gospel, about heaven, about faith. 
We need to give the more earnest heed. We need to pay diligent attention to make sure we're not drifting off course. Again, God's Word, the Bible, is our compass to guide us to stay on course. Well, we looked at just the illustration of the husband-wife relationship. How many, how many, you know, divorce is rampant in our country. It has been for decades and decades. How many couples do you know who, boy, they were so in love and they were just all over each other. I mean, they wanted to be together all the time. They were always calling each other in the phone when they weren't together personally and physically. They, they, you know, they'd hold hands. They'd put their arms around each other. They'd do things together. They'd, they'd talk to each other, and they'd smile. You, you could just see the love between them, and they got married. They decided, we, we want to be together for the rest of our lives. We want to be husband and wife. And then they go through life, for three years, five years, seven years, maybe 10 years. And then you get the word, their marriage is falling apart. They're getting a divorce. And you, so you ask one of them, what happened? And one of them says, well, we just kind of grew apart. They, what they're saying is we drifted apart. Drifting can happen so gradually you don't even realize what's going on until all of a sudden you get a broader perspective and you say, wow, what happened here? We're not where we used to be. Well, husbands and wives, if they're not careful, if they don't pay proper attention to their marriage relationship, they can drift apart farther and farther and then finally get to the point where eh, they're no longer really in love with one another. And then their marriage falls apart. Well, it's been falling apart for some time because they've been drifting apart. We need to be careful. We need to keep reading Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33. It talks about the marriage relationship and the attention we need to be giving to it. In 1 Peter chapter 3, 1 Peter chapter 3, and we look at verse 7. And here, Peter, he writes, Husbands, likewise, dwell with them, that is, with your wives, with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. We need to pay attention to one another. We need to pay attention to our, our spouses. We need to make sure that they continually know, I love you, darling. So glad to be married to you. So thankful to have you for my mate. So that's a real-life illustration that we can all relate to because we've probably seen it in, in action in maybe, hopefully not in our own personal lives, but in the lives of others we know how married couples just slowly drift apart and then their marriage dissolves, they get a divorce. How tragic, and I mean tragic. Well, let's come back to the real focus, and that is on our spiritual lives, our relationship with God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you drifting? Are you drifting? Have you drifted? Many Christians become careless in their spiritual life, in their Christian life, and they stop paying attention to nurturing their faith. Now, what are, what are these today's Bible class, Bible studies about? 
Well, certainly learning more and more of God's word, but also what do we keep emphasizing? How does faith come about, develop within us, stay strong, grow stronger, be vital? Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And many Christians, they become careless and they don't pay proper attention to studying God's word on an ongoing basis. They're not reading the Bible much. They get to the point where they they think, yeah, I I don't really have to be at church services every Sunday. You know, I want to go fishing. I want to play golf. I want to go to a movie. I want to sleep in. I want to just relax and rest and take it easy. The devil uses all kinds of what look like, you know, pleasant, alluring temptations to get us off track, off our bearings, to start drifting. The Hebrews writer wrote in Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10, beginning with verse 23, he said, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Now, what is, what, else, what other word could he have said instead of hope? Our faith. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So I need to pay attention to my faith, my faithfulness, my hope in God and Christ. And I need to think about how I can help maybe a weaker brother or sister in Christ stay strong in their faith. What's the answer? What's the method? Verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I need to not become careless in coming together with the church to worship God and study his word, because that's vital to my spiritual strength, and it's also vital to my helping my weaker brothers and sisters in Christ stay strong and even grow stronger in their spiritual lives. And I need their strength to help me stay strong and grow stronger. Now, how can I do that if I'm not with them together as we all come to meet as the church to worship God and study his word and thereby glorify him? I... I need to pay attention. I need to keep following the course. I need to stay on course. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18, when you look at the end of that list of the elements of the Christian armor, the spiritual armor that Paul lays out there, what's the last one? Now, some people might say that's not really an element. Well, he he kind of complements that listing. He's talked about the shield of faith. He's talked about the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the helmet of salvation, and so on. And then in verse 18, he says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. How's your prayer life going? Not praying as much as you used to? Not praying as much as you should? Are you drifting? Are you drifting? The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17, pray without ceasing. 
He's talking about our prayer life needs to be active every day. How often did you pray today? Did you pray at all today? What about yesterday? What's your common practice, your discipline, your spiritual discipline when it comes to praying? We need to be on course. We need to be paying attention to our faith, to our faithfulness. We need to give that proper attention always because just when we start not paying attention, that's when we start drifting away. Our faith becomes weaker and weaker. We become less and less committed, and we start drifting farther and farther away from faithfulness and dedication and commitment to God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, we'll look a little bit further as to how people can drift without even realizing they're drifting until it gets to a point where maybe it's too late. Are you drifting? Let's pray. Father, help us to keep attention to our course in life, to stay diligent students of your word, to be with the church actively and consistently as we come together to worship you and study your word. Help us to stay the course. Help us to not drift away. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.